Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hi and welcome to today's episode. So I thought it would be really good to use this time to talk about how it feels when you're trying to reignite the spark, but not in a human-to-human relationship, but the relationship that you have with your business. How do you overcome when you've got the ick? for your business. Now, (laughs) it is something that is very, very common. And I honestly thought I would never experience in my entire existence. When I started my business, I was so incredibly passionate about it. And it fulfilled me in this just wonderful emotional way, not just from a financial standpoint. It was just such a wonderful kind of recognition of the things that I really enjoy, of how I could unleash my creativity, how I really wanted to spend my time. It gave me more autonomy. It gave me more time with my family and my children. And it just it just seemed like a whirlwind romance, a whirlwind business romance where everything was perfect. But like all long-term relationships, like all significant chapters of your life, you can find that actually there's a honeymoon period, a perfect ideal period, and then you can actually find that there are times where things are not quite as easy, where the romance isn't so immediately there, where a little bit more work needs to be put in and a lot of commitment needs to be put in in order for you to maintain that relationship to a good standard. So what do you do if you're at that point of business where your business is actually giving you the ick? What do you do? If you've gotten yourself to a point where you're like starting to resent having to go to work or starting to resent a particular task or having to find ways to talk yourself in to do things that you know are necessary but you really don't like... Like, how do you get over that? So the difficulty here is, is that when we walk into our businesses, there is an element of time where we don't get all of the choices. And I am also guilty of this, but many people who have found themselves in an area of success will say to you guys, like, come across and build your business and do what you want to do because the water is fine over here and if we can do it you can do it too which is a beautiful sentiment and obviously I spend my life's work helping people do just that so it is totally possible it does happen however that being said 
for instance, me taking time away to spend time with my family and my business running like clockwork behind the scenes, even whilst I'm sat on a beach sipping on a mojito, may look like it happened overnight, but it actually did not. For all the times that you guys have seen us on Instagram jetting off somewhere or working from somewhere else in the world or me deciding that I'm going to spend a lockdown in a different country where it's warmer to to get away from the lockdown in the UK in the winter looks really glamorous looks really fantastic and I want it to look that way I want you guys to be inspired by it it felt amazing it was wonderful to do but at the same time it is not a true reflection of the beginning of my business the beginning of my business was hand to mouth Yes, it was very honeymoony. I didn't need the glitzy stuff to make it worth it. I felt amazing whilst I was in it. But was I working really hard in it? Absolutely. I was hardly getting any sleep, much like a new relationship, hardly getting any sleep, doing all the things that needed to be done, going the extra mile, working doing all of the things that needed to be done regardless of whether it was fun to do them, signing up for the financial stuff that you have to do with a bookkeeper, figuring out all of the paperwork and contracts and things that just, the things that don't fill me with any joy at all. And I had to do it. You had to muckle in, you had to get yourself into the headspace of getting yourself organized and you had to do it. Those freedoms that come later on in business are built on the foundation of you getting those things done up front. And a lot of the time when I work with people, the idea is that they've they've just been winging it. I've just been winging it. Like, I don't actually know how I got here. I've got some business systems in place. I have some structure in place. I have some strategy, uh, but I don't have a full picture because I've just gone week to week, month to month, and here I am looking down the barrel of the next 12 months trying to figure out what the right thing to do next is. And it's so easy to do. It's the most incredibly easy thing to do to realize that actually you don't get to start a business and have those immediate freedoms. You do have to put in the work. The glamorous side of things comes later when you have those great foundational things in place. And usually it comes off the back of having a secure financial platform. Okay. Now the flip side is you work and you work and you work and you work and you work. And you start to get some traction and you start to get some clients and you start to earn some money. And you go through different processes of growth throughout that time that mean that you actually are experiencing different levels of business. So often we are stood in the place that we had dreamt of before and we don't stop to realize that we're actually here. Like I dreamt of this moment two years ago and I am here in it. You don't think of that because you're so busy looking forward to what you're forecasting, what you want, what you're manifesting, what you're working towards in the future that you forget to stop and smell the roses, right? But in these kind of pits and troughs of business, you will gain more clients, you'll earn more money, 
You'll have other things that come with that. You'll have difficulties. You'll have joys. You might win awards. You might lose clients. You might accidentally onboard clients that aren't a correct fit and have some emotional um, situations that you weren't prepared for. Because anybody who says that business isn't also personal, it, it just dumbfounds me because we are human and these things do affect us and our relationships with people when we work with them when we put our heart and soul and energy into them when those things fail it is absolutely heartbreaking so you'll have these different experiences um you know another level another devil is a phrase that is said often you'll get to a peak of of a new part of your business and something else will happen and you'll find yourself back in that situation where actually you perhaps don't know what you're doing again for lots of people The reoccurrence of the highs and then the lows are what brings on the business ick. It is the repetitive nature of the struggles and the lack of gratitude for the wins that creates this resentment, that creates this moment of, oh my gosh, do I really have to deal with this again? Is this really happening to me again? And it creates this kind of feeling, this whole energy of like, oh, that's it. This isn't what I thought it was. This isn't what I expected. I thought I was going to build this business. I was going to make a million. I was going to hire an amazing team and then sit on a beach in Malibu sipping on margaritas while the cash just rolled in. That's not what's happening. Like, I'm breaking up with this business. It isn't working for me. The problem with that is that although for a very small percentage of people, there are days where you can be sat on a beach in Malibu drinking, (laughs) sipping on a margarita um, while your business is flawlessly running in the background, it's not actually an everyday real life thing. CEOs who are actual leaders, who are striving, who are growing, who are supporting and doing good quality work are not leaving it to other people in their business because then all they are is the face of the business and the person who's actually managing the business becomes CEO, right? The majority of us CEOs are CEOs. We're in the business. We're doing the things. We're leading the team. We're supporting the clients. We're onboarding new clients. We're disrupting conversations. We're being visible. We're getting ourselves in the press. We're turning up to events. We're doing literally all of the things that build whatever the organization is that you've created for whatever the reasons are that you created it. And this is something that needs to be addressed in terms of like understanding that you will sometimes, unfortunately, get business ick. Now, to put a spin on business ick, nine times out of 10 when I see it, it's actually disguising itself because what it really is, much like when you get angry and your anger is actually a mask for fear or a mask for feeling inadequate, Anger is such a big emotion, but it comes and it clouds you, makes you believe that you're really rageful, but usually behind that emotion is a fear, is something that makes you feel less than. It's an unworthiness wound that creates the anger, right? Much like that, the resentment or the business ick is usually a mask for burnout. It's usually a mask 
for emotional well-being being depleted. If there's one piece of advice I could give to you when you're feeling the business ick, it would be to really stop and review the landscape of how you, the person, are feeling. Like, how have I gotten into this position? What is it about my situation that's making this worse? Are you annoyed that you're having to work extra, you're not earning the right money for earning extra, and you're away from your kids more than you're supposed to be, or away from your partner more than you're supposed to be, or you've had to stop going to the gym, or you've had to give up having lunch with those friends, and those things were the life-enriching things that you do this for. Like, if that's something that has created the business ick, then you need to be looking at, what is my time worth? Why is this occurring in the business? This will not be a surprise to so many of you amazing subscribers who listen to us regularly when I say to you that quite often, if you're working more and earning less and starting to feel resentful, that's a real good indicator that you need to raise your prices. It's an indicator that you're giving more than you're getting. And there always has been a a balance in business transactionals, okay? At the very, very beginning of trade, of all trade, it was a trade for what I have for what you have. So you come to me and you give me your money. And for that money, I give you my time, my expertise, my experience, my support, and the quality of what that information, what that nurture, what that coaching and support will provide for you long term. If you're ever worried about your pricing structure, think about how much it's cost you to be the expert in your field. Think about all the things you've invested in to be sat in the seat that you're in right now. One thing that I really love to do is I like to work out what the return of investment will be for my clients. I know that if somebody comes and works with me for 12 months and they take that seriously and they come every month and we do the work and they do the actionable steps and we chat in between and we're helping each other and we're moving everything forward for their business the entire time, then I know that the return on the investment of working with me, there is a mathematical equation that we can use to figure out what the potential earnings for that person can be based on their business. This gives me a really good understanding of what 10% or 20% of that return on investment would be so that I can make a accessible choice when I price that particular offer to allow somebody to only invest 10% of what they will get back. And we usually only work it out based on what they can get back within the next kind of 12 months to five years. But actually, That foundational support that is given in that 12 months is with them forever. It's with them forever. It could be the thing that keeps them going, that supports them amongst lots of other things as well. But it could be a significant factor of what puts them into business for years and years and years to come. So it's really, really important that you consider what is it that's giving me the business ick? Is it something that's taking my time away from something that brings me joy? Do I need to consider how I restructure my business to take care of my person? What is it that's really causing the conflict, the emotional feeling of resentment or that feeling of weight? Because so often it is weighty. 
And if you've ever worked in corporate or if you've ever um, been in a job that you perhaps have felt a bit stuck in or wanted to get out of, you'll understand that kind of Sunday dread. The Sunday dread that comes because of Monday morning. And if you're starting to feel that way in your business, that is not a good sign. That is a really bad sign. But there are a few ways that you can find your way back to the passion. And you may have just fallen down a rabbit hole that doesn't belong to you. You may have just taken a direction that isn't right for you. You may have just got yourself into a situation that isn't a good fit for you. And we do these things. Sometimes it's conscious because we're striving to be more. Sometimes it's unconscious patterns that come back to bite us in the bottom. We don't realize we're doing them. Either way, it's really important that we take the time to fall back in love with our businesses and fall back in love with our lives. Remember the reason why you do this. Remember the reasons why it's good. Remember the things that it gives you. Find gratitudes in places where you've never looked for them before and make a new structure, make a new change. Now, this will require some courage only the brave survive. You may need to look at the current situation of your business and remove, delete, or take a step back from areas that you had previously invested in. One of the things that is always a massive consideration for us when we've been very public and very visible and very open about the things we're doing is actually turning around and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Because we think we've gone public with it, we can't turn around and say, oh, I won't be doing one-to-ones anymore um, because everyone you know, is draining my energy. Like You would never do that, right? You don't have to do that. You don't have to go back and say, okay, so the reasons that I'm stepping back from this thing is actually because it's it's killing my soul. You don't have to do that. But what you can do is at any point, for any reason, choose to change how you work. Oh, thank you very much for that inquiry. I no longer do one-to-ones because it doesn't suit my schedule. Thank you so much for your inquiry. I no longer do one-to-ones because I'm concentrating on my VIP days. I really appreciate being in somebody's actual presence so that I can feel their energy and we can get a lot of work done in one day rather than one hour every month or whatever. You get to choose. Remove, change, flex, delete, include anything you want so that you build this business with the freedom and flexibility that really works for you. There are lots of people with lots of opinions on how the perfect business structure should look. My stance is always that business is an all-you-can-eat buffet and you're holding your own plate. Don't let somebody else fill your plate for you. Go and take a look. See all the things that are available for you. It's a pick and mix, my friend. Make it work for you. So many of the businesses that we support that are what traditionally we would call successful but more importantly where the owner of the business the CEO of the business the founder of the business is happy is actually living a good life and enjoying the experience not not one of them have the exact same business model not one 
there's some fundamental things like you know like gospel things like you must be on social media and you must be visible and those types of things but you get to choose which social media we have clients that don't have an instagram we have clients who love linkedin you know and that's where they'll do their social media there are gospel things like you do need to make sure that you're visible you need to make sure that you've got the opportunity for people to work with you that it's very very clear and easy for people to know how to work with you great but you don't need a website you can have a fully fledged business without a website you don't need to have a google business you don't need to do facebook ads you don't need to do tiktok although we would recommend it So my point here is when finding your way to falling back in love with your business, go back to basics, remember the reasons why you love it, remember the reasons why you're in it and cultivate your situation so that it fits you personally. So it allows you to have that fun, that freedom, that feeling that you came to do this for. The commitment in staying with it when it's hard is the reason why some businesses fail and some businesses succeed. So before you dump it, before you decide that it's a permanent business ick, give it one more try. But give it one more try on your terms, with your boundaries and allowing yourself to fully embrace the joy that can be squeezed out of the experience. I hope I will speak to you again sometime soon. Please do come back and remember to subscribe and leave us um, your reviews. I love hearing about the things that you would like us to talk about. And we always, always make a note of them so that I can attempt to cover them for you. Until next time, have an amazing week and happy Valentine's. If you're loving our pretty podcast, come on over to Social Pretties, our online safe house and sisterhood community. It's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm, welcoming fold of pretty amazing women. You'll find an easy redirect in the description and I can't wait to see you in there. And depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out.